I didn't fucking do it, Dave. I, I'm sure you had something to do with I'm it. I'm as much a victim of Tim sucking as you are. How are we supposed to do episode 72 now? Dave, we already did three weeks of Washington, D.C. Nobody gives a fuck. But all those recordings of the museums. Fuck museums, Dave. They were boring as shit. No, they were very informative. I learned so much. I barely got through it without Kirk in the hammock, Dave. Can you please stop that? How about instead, I guarantee there will be several more throughout the episode. Oh, well, how are we going to do an episode? I don't know. Let's wing it. Let's skip the intro. Let's just go right to a top five. We can do a top five. That's only like 12 minutes. There was one file that survived the Tim incident. You know, the Tim incident. What, what was it? Well, it's only for sports ball fans. And it was supposed to be just for patrons. Oh, we did, well, you salvaged the baseball game. You know, the highlights of a game that was like a week ago. I'm, I'm not sure it's necessarily about the baseball game itself. Yeah, I know it's about my wordsmithing, Dave, but a lot of people don't like sports ball. Well, it sounds like everything was deleted. Well, that fucking Tim. Wait, how did Tim even get his hands on the recording equipment? I don't know. He's probably trying to record a play-by-play of his own serial killer documentary. You erased the recordings, didn't you? How dare you? Oh, you 100% did. I don't appreciate your conjectification. Dude, why the fuck did you do it? I'm still sticking by the Tim story. No, there's no way it was Tim. It was just another one in a long line of Tim's Right, well, we don't have an intro this week, and it's episode 72. I'm telling you, it was a Tim's incident, Dave. Right, Angus deleted, like, our food challenge and stuff. Right, it was Tim who sucks, Dave. Right, whatever. Let's do a top five. Let's do a bitch. Top five Dave and Angus top five Favorite brand mascots from things that are known worldwide. Top five Dave and Angus top five So we're doing brand mascots. Yeah, man. So like, so like that owl from Give a Hoot, Don't Pollute. Okay. Do you need time to think about it? No, I think I got it. Well, Dave, it's a special role in society that is the corporate mascot. No, fuck. Whatever, Davidpedia. No, fair. The mascot is meant to dazzle you with its cuteness. Okay. And distract you with its fucking cartoon voice. No. And then sell you shit you can't afford that you don't need. What was Hootie the Hoot Owl or whatever the fuck it's called I'm trying to sell you? Shut the fuck up, fucking Dave. Or Smokey the Bear. I'm mainly talking about like the Pillsbury Doughboy and shit, Dave. Right, that's what I thought. No sports teams mascots. Now, fuck those cracked out wannabe Muppets. All right, well, I think I got my list. I think I got sidetracked from the tirade I had previously initiated. Okay. Long ago, when the Illuminati cunts started businesses, okay. they learned real quick that a soft face telling bad news with a happy groove yeah. made the people happier than shoving pikes up their asses. Ah, okay. So we tolerate bees that sell us Cheerios, Dave. <laughs> right. It's because it's honey. Okay. Honey nuts, whatever those are. It's nuts and honey. Bees nuts, for all we know. Oh, fuck, I hate this. We tolerate bunny rabbits selling us all sorts of fucking things, Dave, because they're cute as fuck. Right. So they sell us tricks. Yeah. And Cadbury fucking eggs. Yeah. Nestle Quick, Dave. Now we get it, fuck. We have tolerated these autonomously twat biscuits for far too long, Dave. What are you talking about? I'm talking about fighting the mascots of the scum. What, like physically fighting a guy dressed up as the mascot? I would accept that. You want to start a mean email campaign? You know Captain Crunch lives somewhere. I'm pretty sure you're not going to find Captain Crunch's email. Hey, you're right, Dave. He's a nautical man. He probably doesn't have email. No, that's... He's probably got an address, though. Although it's probably a boat. I hate you so much. Well, speaking of hate, let's do our top three mascots that we fucking hate, Dave. All right, before we get to the top five of the ones we like. You seem to be following along pretty good. Right, well, I can't really think of any that I don't like. Oh, God, Dave the Kisses. Here he goes. He loves all the mascots. I don't love all of them. I'm not sure I love any of them. But there goes Dave kissing Count Chocula's butt lips. Whatever. I just don't really have a whole dislike for these kind of things. Yeah, I forget Sheeple likes his wool binky. I, I don't know what that means. It's fucking simple logistical, Dave. Okay. Well, why don't you tell us the ones that you hate? Well, I hate most of them, including the ones I like. Okay. Because as I previously stated, it's a ton of mooly fuckery, Dave. Ronald McDonald is a ton of mooly fuckery. Well, it's funny. You should mention that painted face motherfucker. God damn it. He just happens to be my number three. You hate Ronald McDonald. I hate the whole McFuckface gang, Dave. 
Dave. Okay. I hate the purple butt plug. Right. Fuck the Hamburglar. Yeah. Fuck Mayor McCheese. Oh. Fuck the bird with the old Tommy Aviator's hat, too. Yeah. Fuck the pom-poms with feet. Fuck all the things I forgot. Not a fan of the McDonald's stuff, huh? It's more of a deep-seated loathing. Ronald McDonald scared you on your birthday, didn't he? On several occasions, but that is not the issue. Okay. Remember the Playlands, Dave? Yeah, they still have them, don't they? Oh, fuck. Not like we had them, man. Right. Well, I haven't been in one for like three decades. Yeah, I've seen them evolve over the years. <laughs> yeah. They've created many a types of atmospheres for Chitrin to throw up in. Right. I can remember ball pits. God damn. Did McDonald's have ball pits? They experimented for a minute. No, There's no. images of Ronald and this whole McFuckface family on everything in those things. Okay. But I'm not ashamed to admit this, Dave. As a parent? Right. As a parent, Dave. Yeah, yeah, you made babies. Sometimes it's okay to shit in the Playland at McDonald's. Did you shit in the McDonald's Playland? Multiple times. Where? You know those big toys made a pipe? You know, just found a pipe. Next. One time in a bubble dome. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was a whole fiasco. Not bad. There were no Chitrin around. I'm not shitting around Chitrin. I just needed a place to poo. Now, have you heard of a bathroom? Have you been in a McDonald's bathroom? I'm sure they're fine. God damn it, Dave. Right, okay, so we're at McDonald's as your yeah. number three. God damn, you hate them very much. What's yeah. your number two and one? Well, I still don't understand why you're mad at Ronald McDonald for shitting in his playland. We don't just take a shit in a McDonald's playland without it being an emergency. Okay. So I had some pretty rough shits with Ronald McDonald's beady eyes looking down on me while I'm sweating. Yikes. A lot of people say that it's the movie It that makes people scared of fucking clowns. It's not. It could be that serial killer Gacy. Now it's Ronald McFucking douchebag and his gaggle of McFucking dickweeds. Because when you didn't feel good, you saw their faces. It's complicated. Alright, well let's get to your other two and let's get this going. Well my number two is the Kool-Aid Man. Fuck the Kool-Aid Man. Oh. Well, Kool-Aid Man doesn't respect personal space. You don't respect people's personal space. Yeah, and there's only room for one of us. No. Now, fuck that thing. He broke through goddamn bricks and shit and he's made a glass. That doesn't make no sense. Okay. Adults made that shit. They did. You ever try to break a brick wall with a glass pitcher of Kool-Aid dickhead? I have not. Don't lie to Chitrin about reality. You don't have a big problem that's a big talking pitcher? I got lots of problems. And the Kool-Aid Man's one. Yeah, fuck him. But I gotta say, number one, my number one, that's two or three standard deviations yeah. above the others. All right. Forgiving Angus if I'm being too scientific for you. Okay, you just gave me the cheese bumps when you said that, but no, go ahead. Fuck Chuck E. Cheese, Dave. Oh, wow. Fuck all animatronical, anthropomorphic fucking mice in general. Okay, not a fan. Oh, fuck your own butt with your face, Dave. What I'm saying, they don't. Did. you remember the Chuck E. Cheese when we were growing up? I do, yeah. They had ashtrays in them. They did. And there's no way those cocksuckers that designed the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics look at those things and said, yeah, Chitrin will lactose. <laughs> okay. There's no way it could have. I'm pretty sure you probably did. No, Chuck E. Cheese is a soulless Frankenstein's monster conceived by an eyes wide shut devil fuck orgy at the strike of mid not on Hitler's birthday, Dave. Oh, okay. You ever look into the eyes of one of them fucking chicken no, cheeses? Angus, get your hands off of me and step the fuck back. I'm sorry, Dave. Don't grab my shirt. That's very nice shirt. What do you say we do our top five since we're like five minutes into this shit? I feel like I haven't raged hard enough against Chuck E. Cheese and what he did to my childhood. Damn, calm down. There's a reason there was no successful animated Chuck E. Cheese show, Dave, because it wasn't made by Satan's Orgies. I would really like to move on. All right, what's your number five? Well, truth be told, we're sitting in the studio and I'm looking at a big list. Yeah, it's a Tim list. And I think I have a top five, but you know, don't hold me to it. Just fucking go, Dave. All right, calm down. My number five is Jack from Jack in the Box. The ping pong ball head. Yeah, the commercials aren't too bad as far as humor goes. You kiss ass. Jack in the Box isn't going to send you free sandwiches, Dave. I'm not kissing ass, and they might send me free sandwiches. Dave's in it for the sandwiches. Now, they've made a lot of commercials with Jack over the years, and some of them have been funny. The ping pong balls have asses? I bet the voice actor who nobody knows his name is probably one of the most recognizable voices out there. All right, that's fair. I didn't know that was part of your criteria. I just learned we were doing this. All right, Dave. Jack in the Box. Whatever. Yeah, so what's your number five? Remember the most interesting man ever or whatever from Doseki? Yeah. That fucking guy's cool, Dave. Yeah, it seemed like it. Seemed like it. He became a meme for all time's sake. Right. Well, nobody's making memes about Jack from Jack in the Box. I'm sure somebody is. There ain't no template for it. It's been a long time since I saw a meme like that, though. That dude showed us that it's cool to be a dick. I don't think that's what you're supposed to take from that at all. Kirk Hammett, Dave. Well, you don't have to be rude. Whatever. What's your number four? Well, as always, I hesitate to answer. Yeah, we're on a time crunch here, Dave. Well, it's been many years, but the guy.
Geico caveman. Wow, Dave. I thought the premise was pretty funny, and uh, once again, I thought it was executed over and over pretty funny. Shilling for the government employees insurance company, huh, Dave? What are you talking about? What do you think? Geico's a French word or some shit? I'm sure I never thought about it. Geico, government employee insurance company. Okay. Fucking fight the scum, bitch. All right, well, I was unaware, first of all, that it was any of that, and I don't see that being scum-like. You know, I hold out hope for you, but there's probably no hope for you. I appreciate that coming from you. You would say some kiss-ass shit like that. Whatever, Geico caveman. Man, don't you remember why they discontinued those commercials? Because they ran their course and they probably ran out of ideas and it wasn't really funny anymore. No, Dave, it's because one of those cavemen got loose, killed a man, and is Yorkie. (laughs) Look at me, Dave. A Yorkie. A little dog. It's not funny, man. And Geico has not been held accountable. Well, I hope we can pry this thought away from Angus's nutnick mind. That's why they gave us a Geico gecko to distract from the murder. Right, so what's your number four? I'd say Flo from Progressive. Okay. She seems like a nice lady. She does seem nice, yeah. She's been their mascot a long time. She should probably be their logo at some point. (laughs) Right. I just think she's nice. All right, that's a good enough reason for me. Whatever, kiss ass. What's your number three? God damn it. It's uh, the Keebler Elves. Holy what? They represent, you know, some of the tastiest and most creative treats of my life. God damn. They made many commercials that were pretty interesting to a young person. You're like, oh, wow, they animated that. That's because it's bread and circus for Chitron Dave. Well, it resonated with me, and they made a lot of delicious crackers and cookies. Oh, shit. This is the first company you realized was connected to chips, huh? It's my top five. I'm just picking what I like. You suck at picking things you like. Well, the Keebler Elves kind of give me a little nostalgic feeling. They're half-ass carb-shilling Smurfs, and you know it. I don't even know what that means. What's wrong with you, Dave? Nothing I want to talk to you about. What's your number three? Well, there's a pizza chain, Dave, that represents both quality and affordableness. Oh, God. Is this going to be the Domino's noise? No, Dave. That would go on a list entitled things that Angus doesn't like. Okay. But something Angus does like is Little Caesar's Pizza. Yeah, I like their pizza. For a floor mat with cheese on it, it's pretty palatable. Whatever, for five bucks, it's pretty good. Yeah, well, their mascot's pretty good, Dave, because he's real simple. Yeah. For a lot of years, he just said one thing over and over. Pizza, pizza. You nailed it, bud. I remember. They explored with that little bastard quite a bit, but they got something right when they said pizza, pizza. Keep it simple. At least don't become an obnoxious cunt like Sonny the Tricks Rabbit. That's that's funny coming from you. I don't find that funny. What what the fuck are you talking about? Nothing. Little Caesar. It's iconic. It's funny. All right. Represents value. I can see that. And it is definitely the choice to make when you need to feed a fuckload of chitron because you made the mistake of having too many fucking chitron. Well, well. All right, bitch. What's your number two? Well, I'm pretty sure I know where you're going to go with this, but I would say it's got to be Mr. Uh, Julius Pringle. Yeah, I saw the chips on there, Dave. Well, Julius Pringle is not the most famous of brand mascots. Oh, he looks like a creepy dick, Dave. No, he doesn't, but he's fucking... He looks like Mr. Yuck's creepy uncle. <laughs> okay, I can see that. You know Mr. Peanut could whoop his ass. I don't know what to say about most of the things that you say to me. What is fucking with you and chips? Oh, we're talking about brand mascots. What, it's just coincidental that you're fucking interested in the chip company guy? Well, there's probably a correlation between my liking of chips and my also liking... You're obsessed with chips and it's weird, Dave. I do love chips, fuck you. You're getting pretty Kirk Hammity about this, man. God damn it, what's your number two? Uh, this one was removed because probably insensitive or something. Oh, boy. Let me just say this right now. I don't like chihuahuas, Dave. You don't like any of them? They particularly don't like me. Well, they are pretty smart. Listen, you prolapsed anus. I hate them. Okay, but... But... Remember the Taco Bell dog, Dave? I do. Those were simpler times, man. I guess. I felt like that dog was my little buddy. I'm surprised it didn't warm your heart to the other chihuahuas of the world. No, fuck those little rats on leashes. Okay, God. But I'll tell you what, Gidget was a treasure to this world. Man, the dog's name was Gidget? Yeah, Gidget was a girl dog, Dave, because you couldn't have a boy dog ween on TV. Okay. And Angus is a sucker for talking animals. We talked about the rabbits. Well, sounds like you hate the tricks, bunny. There's exceptions for stupid cons. Goddamn, But dude. the Gidget, the Taco Bell dog, I mourned her. Okay, I'm sorry. They took her from us right around the time they took the double-decker. Is that right? I'm pretty drunk, Dave. I don't fucking know. All right, well, the Taco Bell dog. She was America's sweetheart, Dave. Yeah. And she sold us things that gave us diarrhea, and we liked it. Okay. I'm getting a little choked up no. here. Do you need a tissue? Fuck you, Dave. All right, you ready for my number one? They took her from us, Dave. I know, Angus. There's no. a lot of humorless, self-important people out there. She was in her prime. All right, pull it together. All right, I was just saying, you know, whatever. Uh, what's your number one? Well, we got honorable mentions real quick, right? Yeah, we got that. Well, I feel like I could have picked a couple here, but I'm just going to say the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. How is a car a mascot? Well, it's not a car. It's a Wienermobile that people, you know, see all the time. It's like a character. God damn, Dave. I feel like I need to give you, like, the red card. You're disqualified from the 
whole thing now. Well, I didn't think you'd agree with anything that I said anyway. So well, say things that I'd like more. I would say the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. You know, I had a toy of it. I have a, like a whistle of it. Yikes, dude. Well, there's like a Hot Wheels for it, I think. I feel like that's a question for Don the Shitbox Wizard and or a quick Google search. I don't need to. I still have it. I don't need to ask mm. anybody. I, oh. I own it. Just to be sure. Whatever. What's your honorable mention? There's no way I can't give it up to Tony the Tiger. He always made me feel good, man. Okay. You know, he made me actually feel pretty great. Oh, God. So great that I kept going back to Frosted Flakes thinking, man, they must be somewhat good. Man, they weren't too bad. They're just cornflakes dipped in sugar, Dave. Man, which isn't too bad. I used to put extra sugar on them. Yeah, me too. And also chocolate, caramel, and maple syrup. Yeah, yeah made drinking that sugary nightmare milk fucking test a will. You were easily among the weirdest dudes I know. I appreciate that, Dave. You should. Whatever, we're at the end here. What's your number one? Well, it wasn't hard to decide. Oh, fuck. What? I'm pretty sure it's chip related. It is. I don't know why that makes me all Kirk Hammondy at you, but I am. Right, well, it's Chester Cheetah. Oh, you dork of a kiss ass. Now, of all the different, you know, food mascots and company mascots, Chester Cheetah. He's designed to misbehave. He's a bad influence on the Chetron Dave. Right, well, it represents deliciousness and, you know. Like you're in county. Whatever. I like Chester Cheetah, and that's my number one. You suck at liking things. Now, so you've said, what's your number one? Well, it's a symbol of peace and justice, Dave. Oh, God, what is this? The Aflac duck or something? It's certainly not that. All right, we're listening. Well, one thing about these kinds of mascots is they're certainly not heroic. Well, they're fictional characters, so. Yeah, that makes them pretty stupid when it comes to being heroic. Those things don't go together, no. But sometimes there are heroes. Smokey the Bear, oh. that Hoot Owl, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't remember. It's probably Andrew or something. <laughs> okay. But no, I had to pick something pure that kind of stands for what an angus stands for. Oh, you just spit it out. It's McGruff the Crime Dog. Really? Don't give me no shit about my opinions, man. You're, you're always giving me shit about my opinions, and I, that really surprises me. What? What are you talking about? I don't know. It just kind of surprises well, me. Well, McGruff the Crime Dog symbolizes many things, Dave. Oh, fuck. Wait, didn't we just do this? Because McGruff is deputized, he can uphold the law. Fuck. But because he was a dog, he represented loyalty. Okay. And because he wore a trench coat, I don't know what that was about. But ma'am. because he was cool, man, right. that's why I like him. Okay. Yeah, so your list sucked. Right. Well, your list was fine as far as I'm concerned. Well, you're more of a kiss-ass man than I. Right. Well, that's going to do it for this exceedingly long top five. Well, man, we just got back from Washington, D.C. I barely unpacked shit. Let's just, you know, let's go. Right on to the next thing. Dave and Angus. 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 Yeah. Go to a baseball game in our nation's capital, bitches. Right, Angus and I are here at Nationals Park. It's where the professional baseballs is played. Now, this is our second game since we've been in D.C. Yeah, when we weren't going to every single museum in the district. Right, well, the San Diego Padres have come to town. And Dave's all excited because they're good or something. They have some really good players, yeah. Right, well, Dave wants to Davipedia about this stadium for you guys because he thinks you guys will like that. Well, Nationals Park sits along the Anacostia River. Citation needed. It's in the Navy Yard neighborhood. Yeah, when did it open, Dave? Now, March 2008. And what was the cost for this bread and circus dispensary? Now, it was almost $700 million. What an expensive bar. What are you talking about? I feel like the point of all of this is to sell me beer. And the main place to do that is the Budweiser Brew House. Yeah, there seems to be some sort of brew ha near the brew house, Dave. Right, well, the stadium holds 41,339 people. Right, unless they want to make it more. Well, the record was 2012 against the Cardinals, 45,966 people. That's a really useful fact he shared, Dave. Well, actually, when they had the Pope here back in 2008, they had 47,000 people. You're trying to tell me the Pope outsold Taylor Swift? No, something like that. Yeah. All right, so... Oh, Dave, please tell us about what kind of grass this is. Well, like many stadiums, it's Kentucky Bluegrass. And for some reason, Dave wants to tell you all about the dimensionals. Well, Nationals Field is 402 feet to center, it's 337 to left, and 335 to right. Are you trying to land an airplane? Well, we've been all over the stadium. They have lots of food, lots of beer. Thank the baseball Zeus for beer. Right, well, I'm excited. This should be a lot of fun. Well, this is probably an important game, right? Both these teams are real good. Well, it's still kind of early in the season, but neither team are over 500 right now. What does that mean? Well, both the Nationals and the Padres have less wins.
wins than they have losses. All right, well, there is the beer. All right, well, instead of giving you guys a tour of the stadium, we thought we'd give you some highlights of the game that we watched. Yeah, but we haven't watched it yet, Dave. I'm setting up the edit. Kirk Hammett, Dave, you're giving up the secrets. You Kirk your own Hammett. You don't get to tell an Angus how he Kirks his Hammett. Well, we're a couple hours before the game starts, but here's some highlights, and we'll get back to you after. Here's us watching stuff that we haven't watched yet. Americana. Angus and Dave here, and we're in Washington, D.C. And we went to a couple baseball games at Nationals Park. Home of the Washington Nationals. And we're going to provide you with some highlights. So it's the Nationals against the UPS drivers. No, they're called the Padres. They're wearing UPS uniforms. Right, well, this marks the return of Juan Soto, who was a player for Washington who was traded to the Padres. This is his first game back to Washington. Was this a baseball game or a Disney movie? Right, well, let's start at the top of the first. If we must. Starting pitcher for the Nats is Mackenzie Gore. It's hard to have the eye of the beagle right out of the gates. He strikes out the first batter, Fernando Tatis, with a 99-mile-an-hour fastball. Is that good? It's very good. Well, Fernando Tatis thought it sucked. He did. Now, the second batter is Hassan Kim. And he jerks the broomstick for a bingo. Oh, he hits a little blooper to the third baseman, Candelario, and he gets it. Oh, it looks safe to me, Dave. You'd be wrong. There should be more fighting in baseball. No, there shouldn't be. This is weird. The crowd went nuts for a player on the other team. Yeah, this is the third batter, Juan Soto. This is his first time up in this first time back to Washington, the team he used to play for. So I'm guessing Juan Soto's like a good player. Yeah, one of the very best. Well, it'd be fucking cool if he hit a home run now. Well, on the first pitch, he swings and hits it right up the middle for a single. He bingled the beanball, Dave. No, Dave. Now would be a good time for the first baseman to throw a sucker punch. Yeah, exactly. Tackle him while he's thinking baseball suits. Right, we're looking at the replay. Man, it looks like he really mashed the meatball, Dave. Well, solid contact. He's been in a bit of a slump lately, so it helps him get out of it. You can always count on professional sports to give you 13 angles of something. Right, well, the fourth batter is Xander Bogarts, the shortstop. And he kirks a fucking hammer out of the ball. Yeah, he cracks a long fly ball to right field. They should give outfielders segways. What? No, it's a home run. Or like skateboards. No, no changes to baseball need to be made. The catcher should have a flamethrower. Anyway, the two-run home run from Xander Bogart puts him up 2 nothing, And that at-bat put him up 50 grand. Yeah, well. Well, let's watch this six more times, Dave. I see a beautiful swing. Gets a meaty part of the bat on the ball, and it's gone. Let's see it from 12 more angles, please. That's Bogart's seventh home run. He looks excited, but wait till he sees how much income tax California takes. Right, so we go to the bottom of the first. All right, who's pitching for UPS? It's you, Darvish. And the red team slaps a donkey nut into the grassy area. With one out, Luis Garcia gets a single. Bangle. Next up is Candelario. And he puts his meat on the nugget. What the fuck? He hits into a double play. And once again, that triggers the tiger release. Got him at the NZ inning. Major League Baseball's dropping the bean, not having tigers. Right, we go to the second. There's a runner on third and on first. All right, now it's time for another rich guy playing a kid's game. I guess will you stop? No. This is Hassan Kim. Baseball pants really show off the buttocks. Gore winds up. Unsuccessful contact. Yep, that ends the inning, and that's the second strikeout for Gore. Goddamn, there's a lot of butt shots in baseball, Dave. You don't need to stare at his ass. Anyway, right. bottom of the second. Goddamn, there's more. Now, you Darvish strikes out the Nats' designated hitter, Joey Menaces. And for his failure and some previous insolence, he was castrated. I hate you. Right, well, the UPS guy throws a loop-de-loop. Now, you Darvish strikes out Corey Dickerson with a slider. Beautiful slider. Look at him. And we get to watch his failure in slow-mo. Next up, we have the catcher, Ruiz. Well, that's not going to be a home run. He grounds out to the Padres' first baseman, and Darvish is there to get him. It is a symphony of booty pants out there. Right, so top of the third. Man, this guy's looking for his Disney moment. Now, Gore pitches to Soto. Oh, and Simba's dad died. Gore strikes out Soto. I've never heard of this dude, but I was hoping for him to jack one out, Dave. Now, well, you were at the game. I was pretty drunk. Now you were. When you strike out like that, you should be able to throw the bat, and if it hits the pitcher, you get like a double. Now, next better, Sander Bogarts, and he strikes out. Now a trap door should open and a tiger comes out. He's got a bat. We're watching the replay here. What a beautiful breaking ball. Sports have weird terms. I guess. Broken balls outside of sports are not good. You can't help but act like a 12-year-old. Whatever, this guy doesn't want to play anymore. Now we saw a walk. He was walking. Now here's a big man, Nelson Cruz. He hits it to shortstop. And dude throws the ball to the other dude before the man runs to the pillow. Right, he gets a runner at second. So it's 2 nothing still. Yeah, we go to the bottom of the third. Mm. The matter for the Nationals is Alex Call. And the red guy yanks the wood wing and gets the schmaggle. Right, Alex Call hits a little blooper to right field and Tatis takes care of well, it. Well, you know UPS guys deliver. You stop. If you cut those booty pants into booty shorts, that's the UPS uniform. No, it's not. Take away the raisin strap. You're an ass. Whatever, we're on the ninth replay of this pop fly. It was a great catch by Tatis. Oh, dude, he's got a company logo on his arm. Now, there's a couple. There's a Nike symbol, a Motorola. For 1% of what these guys make, I would get Motorola tattooed on my face. Now, up for the Nationals is C.J. Abrams. Right, just 
stood there and watched the ball. You Darby strikes him out looking an NZ inning. Good, I'm fucking sick of that inning. Uh, still 2 nothing. Padres lead. Well, UPS was founded by the Mafia, Dave. What the Same. fuck? Uh, top of the fourth. Fun facts with Angus. Now, Padres third baseman Brandon Dixon, he hits this one to right center field. He gunks that to Gangtown. What the fuck? And the subtle brawl for a souvenir baseball commences. Man, well, that's Brandon Dixon's first home run of the year. And I'm sure that information will serve me well. God damn it. Well, we're watching the replay of him just kind of jog around the bases. Man, well, it tells a story. Yeah, that goes to the dugout for slap booty time. What's with you and booties today? There's a pants, Dave. Look I, at him. Well, we're watching another replay angle. And here's yet another. Oh, tell me that's not a cool angle. Well, there's still booty slapping in the dugout. Well, they played a lot of games and he's happy probably to get his first home run of the year. Whatever. More sports ball bottom of the fourth. Yeah, we'll pick up. There's runners on first and second. The fluctuation and the trajectory of the outcome of this contest could be forthcoming, Dave. Well, the DH Manessis pops this one up to shallow right field. I don't feel like he hit that one hard enough. Now, Fernando Tatis takes care of the pop fly and there's two out. Then some guy I don't know blings the ding dong. Now, the Nationals Corey Dickerson grounds out to the second base. And that's the ball game, bitches. No, but that ends the fourth inning. Good, I fucking hate the fourth inning. Right, well, now the score is three to nothing. They're missing out with the no tiger thing. So we go to the top of the fifth. I was very drunk at this point. And for the Padres, once again, one Soto is up. He's in crouching beagle stance. He gets contact and gets a little blooper out to center field. And this is where we yell Yahtzee. Now, there's no Yahtzee, but that's the second hit from one Soto today. Yeah, but they're like singles and stuff. To have a Disney moment, you gotta smack the gack. What the fuck that's are you talking about? I don't know, but the red guy with the mask is throwing the ball to the other red guy. Now we just watch one Soto steal second. I can't get over that Motorola logo on their shirts. Man, that's pretty weird. All right, so what just happened? Oh, Padres first baseman Jake Cronenworth just took ball four for the walk. That sounded ridiculous. Here comes the manager. He's like, nah. Right. They're like, Applebee's later? Applebee's. That'll be the end of the night for Mackenzie Gore of the Nationals. He's like, I hate Applebee's. Well, the new pitcher to get the last out is Andres Machado. And the UPS driver didn't even try and swing at that. On the 2-2 count, Machado gets a strikeout. Now we're to the booty of the five. Now Padres pitcher Darvish still pitching. And K-Bear Luis leads off the inning. Oh, no Applebee's for him. And that's the fourth strikeout for you, Darvish. How many corporate logos in one frame? More than a couple. All right, red shirt home team guy bats the bean. Alex Call hits the ball to second baseman Cronenworth, who throws it to Bogarts, but he can't quite get the runner at first. But the runner at second looks sad. Right, they got him out. Hopefully he remembers he's rich. Right, well, shortstop C.J. Abrams steps up. Yeah, and he nerf herds that shit to Dagobah. What? There's yep. a touchdown, Dave. That's C.J. Abrams' fifth homer of the year gets to the second deck there. That's not too far from where we were sitting. Yeah, we were in the nosebleeds. It's stressful when they hit a ball your way. Right, well, that makes the score three to two. The UPS driver still got the lead. Well, made for quite an exciting game. What would be more exciting is watching this in replay seven times. Well, a lot of you are listening, but imagine the best swing of someone's career. That's what this looked like. I love the idea of being cheered for for hitting things. The inning continues. Here's Lane Thomas with two strikes. Right, he leans in and he goes shitbird to car wash town. <laughs> he hits a left oh, field. The UPS up. guy looks like he thinks he can get yeah, it. But he's going to run out of room. Home run. I'd say around this point, the crowd was losing their fucking shit. Yeah, it got loud. And as a reward, he gets to wear a George Washington wig. That's just a celebratory thing they do. Well, that's a party. Oh. The UPS pitcher's like, fuck me. I'm pretty sure he'd take that pitch back if he could. Well, fucking duh, Dave. Right, well, anyway, that was Lane Thomas' seventh home run. And that brings us to the top of the sixth. Now, Ramirez is a new pitcher for the Nats. And the UPS drivers did some sort of maneuver. Oh, it was an attempt at a sacrifice bunt. Well, there's drivers on pillow three and pillow one. And that brings up Fernando Tatis Jr. And goddamn, does he schmiggity the higgum. Now, he pops it up to shallow right field. There's a lot of space for Tigers out there, Dave. Now, Lane Thomas makes a catch, but oh, door, the runner at third tags. UPS scores another touchdown. Now, they score a single run. The score is now 4 3. Well, let's watch this 13 more times, Dave. Well, the throw from the right fielder was cut off by the pitcher and it didn't look like it needed to be. Yeah, the crowd turned on their pitcher real bad. Now, and the booty slapping party in the Padres dugout commences. Right. And the crowd's truly shitting themselves with dismay, so we're going to watch this replay six more times. Right. Well, this throw absolutely should not have been cut off. Do you think the bean would have made it to armor guy in time? I think the throw would have made it to the catcher in time, yes. Well, let's go to the bottom of the sixth. Right. We'll pick up with a runner on first. They should give him a battle axe. Now, to the plate, it's Kiebert Ruiz, the switch hitting catcher. And the UPS pitcher does the pitchy thing. And Ruiz rips one to center field. And that outfielder could certainly use a segue, Dave. Now, Padre center fielder Trent Grisham gets under it and he makes a catch. And tell me that's the fucking end of the now, game. You know there are fucking nine innings. All right, so we go to the top of the seventh. Now, and one Soto leads off the inning. This might be his last chance for his 
first Disney moment. Ramirez throws. Oh, and he spanks the net off Starlink. He rips it to deep center field. Yeah, the part where the spectators sit. Now, that would be his ninth home run of the season. Yeah, the crowd was quite confused as to what to do in this situation. Now, it was a mix of cheers and boos. Yeah, they were warm to him in the beginning. It's nice to see you, Mr. Soto. Oh, now the visiting team is up 5-3. And the pitcher for the Nationals is not going to want to get on Twitter tomorrow. Now, it's a special moment for Juan Soto. Yeah, I was glad I was there to be drunk for that. While the inning continues, that sound you heard was a hit by Xander Bogart. Yeah, I really bopped the bird, Dave. Great technique. This brings up Jake Cronenworth when he wrecking balled that shit to no refund town. We're actually sitting way back up there. Back, 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 Thundercats. That was Cronenworth's fifth home run of the year. Yeah, what the fuck's going on, though, Dave? Well, there was some confusion because the ball kind of hit near where a fan was. Well, it seems like Team UPS Motorola wants to fucking do the replay, Dave. Well, we're watching it, and it hits right at the top of the wall. I feel like that's going to make a fourth down. They're going to need to go for it. Right, well, after they check it out on replay, they give him the home run. Now, I can't get over that Motorola patch, Dave. Man, it is weird. Those two runs were for you, Motorola. Well, it makes the game 7-3, to three, Padres. Let's fast forward to the bottom of the eighth. Well, starting to look out of reach, but it's baseball. All right, there's a runner on pillow one. Now, here's Joey Manessis, who's 0 for 3 on the day. Well, he just one for 4 your face, Dave. Yeah, he drives a shot to right field. Oh, I got it, Dave. Tigers on segways. Right fielder Tatis fields the ball and throws it to the infield. And this national hauled his balls all the way home. Yeah, Manessis gets an RBI double to make the score 7 to 4. Well, this has got to be the point where we all yell Yahtzee. It is not. Yahtzee! Now we're starting to get to the end of the game here. Let's just fast forward to the bottom of the ninth. Now, pitching for the Padres is closing pitcher Josh Hader. Fuck them haters, Dave. Number two outs, the final batter of the game is C.J. Abrams, the shortstop for the Nationals. Man, here's the last pitch of the game, bitches. Yeah, Abrams pops it up. I think I was passed out by this point. The Padres infield converge. Like a UPS driver picnic. And shortstop Sander Bogarts makes the final out. All right, that's enough sports ball, Dave. Now the Padres win 7-4. to four. Well, I guess the Washington Nationals should probably give all that money back. Yeah, great story is Juan Soto returning to his former team. 3-4, for four, home run. Yeah, numbers and stuff. Right, that was baseball. Thank you for humoring me. Now on to something else. Something non-sports ball related. All right, so probably you guys watched the thing. I think they just made audio of it. They made audio of baseball highlights. Yeah. Is that a fucking thing? I think so. Of a game we haven't seen yet. That starts in about an hour and a half, but, you know, the listeners know who won. Well, no spoilers, guys. Now, we're gonna go get some food. Oh, they better have a Ben's Chili Bowl here. I bet they do. I've had so much Ben's Chili Bowl since I've been here, Dave. Yeah, we have. A couple more rounds, and I'm gonna blow out the passenger seat of the rental car. You pretty much ruined it with your socks. Yeah, it was a new car. And it will never be the same. Yeah, I wear. All right, now I think they're probably gonna send them back to something else. Yeah, we're gonna watch the game that you just heard. That's dumb, Dave. Whatever. Now for the end of this stupid show, because goddamn, it's gotta end, right? Right, well, that's all the Washington, D.C. stuff that survived, I guess. Survived yet another Timpsident. Right. Remember that? Yeah, we all believe you. Right, well, we just got off an airplane and fucking... Yeah, this whole week kind of turned out weird. It's Illuminati scum, Dave. They messed with my sleep on the airplane. Why? Because I just spent three weeks in a town in Mooley Town. Whatever. All right, well, thank you to everyone that helps the show, and you guys know how to do all the things. Yeah, I appreciate to the Dons and the Bodies and the Chrises and the Lucifina Lightbringers and the PJs and the Minis. And the Allens. And the Joes and the Jakes. Well, if we start this, we'll start forgetting people. We literally have to put the show up right now, or we're not getting a show out on time. Why do we not have a Steve, or where's Zach? Zach's an irresponsible cunt, Dave, and who oh, fucking well. cares about Steve? Well, he's the guy that puts, like, the intro music in and stuff. Fuck it, let's just end it. What, how? We're gonna have to do the bing-bong poops just right after we do the Dave and Angus show. Man, this feels like a really thrown-together-ass show. It's a podcast, Dave. We're not responsible people. Right, well, we'll see you next week mm-hmm. on another Dave, Dave and Angus show. show. Bing-bong bing bong poop. Burp. There, see, we're done. No. Well...